Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're a, a couple, couple of, of characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. What are we talking about today, Alex? Today we will be making a divination wizard mm-hmm. that is a little bit unique. All right. Yeah, definitely looking forward to making this character. But first, it's time for a random encounter. This is a segment where we briefly talk about characters we've encountered outside of RPGs, like in TV, movies, books, etc. Alex, do you have a character you'd like to talk about today? I do. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Jack from Every Heart a Doorway by Shauna McGuire, the first book in the Wayward Children series. Okay. This series is about kids that go to places like Narnia and that kind of story where they, like, tumble through a door. But now they've come back through the door and they want to go back to the world they were in, like Narnia. Mm-hmm. And so they go to the school for wayward children. Mm-hmm. And Jack is one of the students there. And she went to a kind of like a horror movie world with her sister, Jill. And she's kind of like a, she was um, training with kind of a Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein type character. Mm-hmm. So she, like, learned to reanimate bodies and stuff. And so, like, a lot of the other students are creeped out by her and Jill because they went to a horror (laughs) universe, you know? Yeah, that would be kind of unsettling. Yeah, but Jack is just, like, very practical. And she, like, you know, comments, like, so in this book, like, students are getting murdered. I don't think that's a spoiler. Um, But then everyone's, like, blaming Jack. And Jack is, like... Yeah, if I were them, I would also blame me. Like, that's just, I'm the most logical choice. Of course it should be, yeah, me, but it's it not. Be, but it's not. Yeah. But I just love Jack. And <laughs> I played a little, like, a scene or a, what do you call it? I guess I read a part to you. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. And Jack made hot cocoa for everyone and, like, mixed in special things to remind them of their, like, world they went to. Yeah. And she laments that she doesn't know how to bottle the screams of horror or she would have added that to the hot cocoa and not drink anything else ever again. Like, I'm like, that's the kind of stuff that she's bringing. It's very good. Very, a very goth character. Yeah. What did you expect from me? I expect nothing less from you. What character did you bring for us? So today I wanted to bring Nam from Hunting by Stars by Cherie Dimeline. This book takes place directly following the events of Dimaline's book, The Marrow Thieves, in a near-future dystopia where there's a disease causing people to no longer be able to dream. And the only people not affected by this disease are the indigenous peoples of America. And to combat this disease, white people capture native people and take their bone marrow because it's believed that dreams are formed there. And yep. yeah, it's, it's a challenging read, but it is a fantastic sci-fi novel, and I'd highly recommend both it and the sequel um yeah hunting by stars is the sequel yeah and nam is a two-spirit native american that one of the main characters encounters on their journey and nam identifies as neither man nor woman and a two-spirit is a person of a third gender in native north american society i'm trying to not give away any spoilers here but i really appreciated seeing nam work through the complex situation they find themselves in and I enjoyed how snarky and sarcastic they were, but also how loyal and loving they were, too. Yeah, and I think Nam is a very good character in that book. Yeah. Like you said, it's a hard read, but very good. Yeah. 
Alright, now that the encounter is over, let's move on to some character creation. So, yeah. your concept, it's great. It's perfect. Okay, so my idea is a divination wizard mm -hmm. that is blind, mm -hmm. but uses their power of divination to kind of see. So, they just, like, look into their own future a few seconds. And they can basically see because they're like, well, I know where everything's going to be in a second. So, I should know where everything is, you know, now because now it's been a second. And so, I now... You know what I mean? Yes, I understand what you're saying. Where did this idea come from? Oh, gosh. I have no clue. Just the dark, deep recesses of my mind. The deep abysses of yeah, my mind. Yeah, we don't want to... Don't be worried if you tread there. You know? <laughs> don't go there unprepared. Bring a flashlight. Bring a harpoon. Um, those will get you through. Okay. Just those two things. Flashlight and harpoon. If you can actually, like... Um, MacGyver a flashlight to a harpoon you're good to go okay <laughs> you definitely took me on a journey there yeah and you needed to go because like I said like that that was just the edge of the deep dark abyss that oh. was my mind so yeah yeah anyway yeah I just had this idea and I thought it would be a lot of fun to try to make this character and I was also, I'm not sold on the fact that they are actually blind. We can, like, work that out. So mm -hmm. either they are blind and they can do this thing. Mm -hmm. That's A. Option A. Mm -hmm. Option B, they are blind and they think they can do this thing, but they're kind of bad at it. Okay. Which could be hilarious. Yes. Option C is that they are not blind, but they're a little bit delusional and think they're blind and doing this amazing thing. I see. Well, which one feels right slash best to you? So, honestly, when I first... Okay, I think I remember why I came up with this character. So, I was listening to a podcast called Tabletop Champions, and they make some interesting characters on that show. Like Kyle, one of the players, he makes really fun characters that I think are really interesting. And so I was trying to think of, like, if I ever, like, played with this group, what interesting, weird character would I bring? And that's when I had this idea. Okay. I remember that now as I'm thinking back. And so... That does sound right now that you say that, yeah. Yeah. And so I think it would be funny if, like, they come... And they're kind of like, they seem like they're bad at divining things. Like, let's say that they join the group. Mm -hmm. And let's say that Quinn is in the group and she is a barbarian, right? Natch. And they would show up and be like, oh, hey, uh, uh, this nice to meet you, Gwen. You know, like they would get your name close, but mm -hmm. not right. Mm -hmm. And so then people would have to like question the authenticity of whether or not they could see and, like, if they can actually see their own future. I see. But I think this might be a byproduct of, like, they actually can see their own future, but, like, it makes it harder to focus on other details. Yeah, like So I think they actually are blind. Okay, so, like, they're expending so much energy doing this one thing. Yeah. That their other divinations, clairvoyance, whatever, are fogged. Yeah, because basically they're using their third eye as a normal, regular eye. To see. Yeah. And then they're like, they're kind of, they're peripheral of their third eye. They're like trying to squint at things from the side and be like, yeah. oh yeah, I mean, kind of this probably Gwen close enough. I, I nailed it, you know? Yeah. 
Gwen the Bard, close enough, even though it's Quinn the Barb. Yep. You know. mm-hmm. Obviously, they could still learn things. Like, if you're like, no, it's Quinn. Yeah, then yeah. Then he would, or they would learn. Okay, yeah, it's Quinn. I got that one close. Yeah. Shock up another win. I have, an, I have a potential name for them. Excellent. Clairvoyant. Mm. Or clairvoyant or whatever. Clairvoyant? Yeah. 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 I like that. All right, yeah. Claire. Okay. Um, and they could potentially use the fortune teller background that we made. I think they should probably okay. because they're, if they're this, like, in tune with divination. But they're kind of a failed fortune teller because, like we said, they're focusing a lot of their energy on seeing. So, so maybe. Oh, and I what, think that. What were they doing before? Have they always been blind? Is it a more recent thing? That I'm not sure. I guess we can pick that together. So I feel like the power they would need to see their own future a second, like a second into the future so that they could have a facsimile of seeing, you Mm -hmm. know, would be quite powerful. Like if this person wasn't worried about trying to see with their third eye, they could be like level 15 at least. Yeah. So maybe... But they're hampering themselves. Right. That's like part of their journey is realizing that, hey, I am trying to be normal, quote unquote. But really, if I used my gifts to just like live in my own truth, actually, I could, you know, be better instead of trying to fit myself into a box for other people. Because honestly, they're probably like they're they seem a little ableist. Like they're definitely thinking blind people can't do as much. They're yeah, they've got some internalized force, ableism. They're trying to force themselves to fit the able-bodied like you know box. Yeah, yeah. As everyone knows, everyone that's able-bodied does fit into a box yeah. perfectly. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. We're and being the, very sarcastic here. If you didn't know, yeah. Anyway, I think that is the... Yeah, that sounds good for Claire. Should we roll to get some, like, um, ancestral traits and ability scores? Yeah, we definitely should. But I have another another question for you. Mm-hmm. You might want to decide after we get some ancestral features. Um, I'm going to laugh once dark vision. <laughs> like, screw you. you got dark vision you can't use. Like what? What were they doing before? Oh yeah, were they working as a fortune teller? Were they? I think we need to answer the question: How long have they been blind? I yeah. don't think it's since birth, because otherwise, I think they wouldn't—they wouldn't know what they're missing in a way, and yeah. so I don't think they would try to like adjust to it because okay. they would have been. If you're born blind, I feel like you know. You are adapting from birth, honestly. So, like, you're yes. hearing... Because, you know, they say when you go blind, your other senses get better. But that's only true if you go blind young enough. Right. Like, if you go blind at an older age, okay, yes, you pay attention to your other senses more. But you, I don't think your other senses enhance. Right. So... I think that they have gone blind in a little bit later on in life. Okay, so is was it as like a late teens or was it as an adult? 
I'm not sure. Also, okay. I guess did they get they had divination before or after they went blind? That's my other question. That kind what of goes into what them. were they what were they doing? Like were they in a school? Were they in a like a like were they traveling with some sort of circus? I want to roll their trades. I just I okay. I want right. a little more you're, information. You're impatient. Okay, roll. roll I want trades. more information. I'm not impatient. Well, I am. <laughs> All right, they're non-binary. Okay. Class wizard. That's hilarious. Perfect. That's what I wanted. Body type kinku. So that's like the crow. Are they like crows or ravens? Yeah, people? they're like crow, raven, corvid like people. Okay. They have changeling instincts. So that is the one that gives you one or two skills, I believe. Okay. Light bearer from Asimar. So I believe that gives you the light cantrip quite useful. Well, it's not for them anymore. Though in a way, maybe it is. They have hooves from the centaur. Hooves. Hooves. And? And specialized training by are from Warforge. So I think that is like you get a skill or tool or something. We'll have to look that one up. We'll look all these up because we aren't positive on... I know what hooves is. <laughs> we understand what hooves is, but mechanically speaking, we don't I necessarily know what that does. You have hooves that give you a D4 plus strength, like as an attack. You we positive on that? I'm going to just look. Yeah, because I just looked. That's why I'm positive. Okay. Yep. Yep. You're right. Yeah. You got, you got the 1D4 plus strength, bludgeoning damage unarmed strike with with those hooves. Put them hooves, baby. Are they okay, are they more satyr like? Yeah, I was in that was my next question. Are they satyr like or did they got like a um a centaur body type kind of hippogriff with, like. Yeah. I kind of I like could, the centaur like or not oh, centaur. Sorry, I was going to say I meant I to say, say satyr. I meant to say satyr. Yeah, so they're like a satyr Kenku. I like that. So bottom half Seder, top half Kenku. But they can talk normal, so take that Kenku. Regular Kenku. I can talk normal. Regular problematic Kenku? Yeah. Okay, so we've got Ch that. Changeling instincts? Changeling instincts. Yeah, you get two skills. Deception, insight, intimidation, or persuasion. And then what about light bearer? Yes, you have light cantrip with a charisma spellcasting ability. Okay. Oh, yeah, you actually can target other people with that cantrip, so I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, why, why do they need a spell save, DC? In case someone wants to try to hide? <laughs> yeah. And the last one is specialized training by Warforge, or from Warforge, not by. They could have been trained by Warforge. We don't know. This is specialized training by Monique. It's in a very one skill scent. proficiency and one tool proficiency. Okay. Well, so we could pick any skill and any tool. 
Yep. Unfortunately, these did not give me much more insight into them as a person. Super didn't. Well, we can ask, how did they get specialized training? We can ask how they got specialized training. We can also just remind ourselves quick what they get from our special fortune teller background. Yes, and we can also look at their abilities course. We sure can. I'm just going to pull it up while you... 14. Okay. 7. Okay. 6. Mm-hmm. 16. All right. Another seven. Mm. And a nine. Pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, they're uh, struggling in a lot of ways. Well, we are a wizard. I'm thinking 16 intelligence. I'm thinking very strongly 16 intelligence. I don't know what to think for anything else. I like the idea that also their wisdom is low. And, yeah. like, because, like, they have this low wisdom, people are less likely to believe their interpretations anyways. Because they're like, mm, you don't really understand how the world works. Mm-hmm. Like, in that kind of... Like, you understand some things, but, like, maybe not how people actually work, you know? Yeah. Like, the implications. So, six, charisma, or wisdom? Yeah. Sorry, six wisdom. I think also seven charisma. I then. also agree. Yeah. Because then it's like they have a hard time communicating what yeah. they're exp- what they're trying to say. Yeah, what they're trying to say. I like me, right then. I think the other seven strength. Okay. Now we have Dex and Con left for the fourteen and a nine, and we also still have our bonuses. What we could do for bonuses is do the three plus ones. Okay. And then make the sevens an eight and the nine a ten. Okay. Sure. Okay. So you want ten decks or ten con? That is the question. I feel like ten con. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And then fourteen decks. Yep. So then we end up with Strength 8, Dex 14, Con 10, Int 16, Wiz 6, Charisma 8. <laughs> Very flawed. Claire. They they have a lot of potential for growth. So as a fortune teller, they get Arcana and Insight, which is a little bit hilarious. Mm-hmm. They should be good at the Insight, but they struggle with it still. Yeah. And they get the... Like a bonus portent. Yep, once, once a per week. week. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you haven't used it, you can try it the next day. But if you, once you use it, you have to wait a week to use it again. Yeah. It recharges on a seven-day clock once you use it. Yes. Yeah. And so I guess let's let's find out what do they get from wizard at level one from or I don't think they even pick a school, so never mind. I guess we gotta go level two at least so they get the school. Yeah. So the school of divination is from the player's handbook. Yep. Think. Yeah, they don't get arc- Yeah, they don't get an arcane tradition until second level. Yeah, so we'll make them level two. 
give them that arcane tradition, school of divination. They're better at making or putting divination spells in their spell book and they get portent. So they get to roll two d20s and then that day you can replace any d20 roll before you the person rolls with one of those two d20s. Yep. And then once you're out, you are out until the next day. Or the next week if it's from your background. Yes. And they get two skills from Arcana, History, Insight, Investigation, Medicine, Religion. So two from History, Investigation, Medicine, and Religion. Okay. I think let's talk a little bit more about the background. Yeah, I think we need to know more about their backstory. Yeah. So I think that they were gifted with divination before they went blind, if they're doing fortune telling. So they, like, started learning a trade. Maybe they were with a traveling circus or something, and they told fortunes. Yeah, maybe they were with, like, the Witchlight Circus. Okay. We can say. We'll just, yeah. we'll just give them that. Sure. Um. So... And it also makes a little bit of sense if they've got, like, a kind of satyr part of them that, like, yeah, they're a somewhat fae-like being. Yeah. Um, they're somewhat, like, acrobatic just because they have decks. I mean, compared to other things, they're acrobatic. <laughs> right. So I think that, yeah, as you said, they always had, like, th- like they were in tune with the universe mm-hmm. and like what things were to be coming because like as we said they they always had this one portent like they they could see into the future a bit um so they weren't super great at a lot of other skills so when the circus came through they're like yeah sure i'll i'll join up and they were okay at some of the acrobatic stuff they also yeah. weren't necessarily super strong, which I think is an important part of the acrobatics thing, which yes. would make it better. So then they were like, hey, maybe you can be a fortune teller. Yeah, gymnasts are quite strong. They are ridiculously strong. Now, what what happened? Did they get a sickness? Did they have an injury? It, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is Clairvoyant their given name, or did they take this name on when they joined the circus? I think they took this name on. Okay. Sounds good. Like, it's it seems like a, a performer's name. Yeah. We don't know what their identity was before because we don't feel like coming up with it. Yeah, or at least it was, I don't. It does. Um, it's crystal light. Crystal light, okay. <laughs> like that powder you put in water? Yeah, in? I know yeah. what crystal light is. Yeah. But L-I-G-H-D. That's where that's from the Azamar ancestry. Yes. <laughs> so they um Yeah, like okay, here's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. The circus was attacked by something or okay. someone. Or they got sick, or um, they got attacked because they told a bad fortune and someone got, didn't like it. That is an interesting. That is interesting. So let's say they're going through whatever, and a noble comes to get their fortune told. Mm-hmm. And maybe clairvoyant was right with their for or their fortune telling 
or they were having an off day. But either case... I think they were right. They were right. And Neville didn't like what they heard. Okay. And then... And Claire, they don't have much charisma, so they are not pulling the punches. <laughs> They're going to tell this Neville... They told oh, it yeah, you're going to lose all your money, and your family's going to be destitute, and like and you're going to die alone. You. Yeah. <laughs> and then looks up, and That'll the guy is just gold. brimming with anger. Yeah, then they're like, two gold. Um, just punch right in the face. <laughs> well, a punch right in the face I don't think would do it. It might. If you had two rings on and they punched her right in just the wrong way. Oh, so it is an eye injury? Could be. I don't know. It's whatever. Okay. It's whatever we want. What were you thinking? I mean, okay, we started with the punch. Maybe they, like, beat them violently for a bit. Do they come back later or do they do it right now? Right now. Okay. Right now. And then the other circus people, like, help pull this guy off. Yeah. Because I think that this dude was going to kill Claire. Yes. And maybe he's still out there and still wants to kill Claire. And that's... Maybe it's like, you know, how when fortunes are told and then they're locked in stone and, like, no matter what you do, they come true. Yeah. And, like, this guy, the fact that he's hunting down Claire is why his family, like, becomes destitute because he's, like, spending all these resources on trying to track down Claire and kill them. It's a big Oedipus Rex moment. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, he, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, yes, you are going to become destitute because you hate me. We didn't say that last part. And then, yes, because he hates them, he will chase them down and, like, become destitute. It's just... Uh, that is, is a very interesting story. I like it. Yeah. So, okay, so Claire... So he's banned from this noble... Let's let's name him quick. All right. Douchey McDouchebag. Mm-hmm. Fantasy name generators. Yeah, just the search for um, crappy... Douchey people? Is that is that more than the options? Interesting. I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I'm just over here having a smart stuff moment. And you can fill in the, the blanks later, Quinn. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I just went to, like, the noble yeah. house. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the noble house. How do you feel about Renson? Like Lord Renson. Lord Renson? That's fine. You have to say it like that to know. Lord Renson. Yeah, now you know. Does that feel right? It feels right. Okay. So he gets banned from the circus, and because the circus has magic, they can, like, hide Claire pretty Mm -hmm. well for a while. Yeah. But Claire... But, like, they keep seeing Lord Renson following the circus. Yeah. Like, he knows where they are. Yeah, he so just Claire can't So, needs to leave the circus is what they think to, like, try protect to escape their, them. And try to protect their friends and yeah. stuff. And so that's why they're like, I have to go adventure. And the circus people are like, but you've lost your sight because of the, your injuries in yeah, some like fashion. Yeah, like, we can, we can protect you here. Yeah. Like, you're safe. And, okay, so I think Claire stays with them for, like, a year. Yeah. 
and they work on this ability to like see their own future and walk around. Yeah, so they have the idea that like after like maybe a couple months they want to leave. Yeah. But they're like I'm not ready to leave yet. So yeah. then they're they're working on this thing. Yeah. And there's probably like other wizards around to like help with like some cool magical effects and other mm-hmm. protection and stuff like that. Like I bet yeah. they have like a powerful illusion wizard to help hide the circus and maybe abjuration magic yeah. that they do. Um maybe a cleric that like can hello places and keep humans out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if that's allowed, but it is in this world. Yeah, it's whatever we want. Okay, so then Claire doesn't want to be a burden anymore. As Even they though they're see not, it. yeah, yeah. This as is they their see it. own wrongful mm-hmm. uh, interpretation and internalized feeling. Yeah, and so they they leave and do use this power, and like they have figured out how to tap into it, and because you know they're no longer focusing their eyes on the present they're able to tap more into this looking towards the future yeah okay so it is the um false idea that like when you go blind others other senses get better because in this case the third eye divination sense got better but not the other four yeah 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 because they've they're practicing with it they're focusing on it like yeah. When you work a muscle, it gets stronger. Yeah. It's like that's what they're doing. And that's all they're doing. Right. Like, and that's why time. they're getting better faster. And that's why their body is so bad. <laughs> their body is so weak. Yeah. And that's why their people skills and wisdom didn't like improve that much. So I think, yes, this is a good starting point. And then they find some sort of adventuring group or. Yeah, whatever village or whatever they're at, town, city they're at next. They go off and they find a party. At the point when they decide they want to leave, they leave at the next, like, major, like, point. Yeah, a big hub. Yeah. Okay. Oh, their size is medium. Their speed? Is 30 feet. Okay. Is there anything else we need to say about clairvoyant? Clairvoyant, sorry. <laughs> Are they still using the name clairvoyant? Oh, that's a good point. I feel like maybe they went back to Crystal. They went back to Crystal. But their truth is clairvoyant. Yeah. Or they were going by, they were using their name Crystal Light, and now they're going by clairvoyant. Okay. That, actually, I like that better. Yeah. So in the circus, they were Crystal Light. (laughs) Yeah. Because they had their little light trick that they could do. Yeah. And then now they're like, oh, what if I was clairvoyant? Yeah. Sounds mysterious. It sounds mysterious and cool. And it also describes me. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I guess let's pick these skills now that we have a little better idea for Claire. You're so right. So history, investigation, medicine, religion. What do we think they would have like learned in their time at the circus? I think history and religion, maybe. Okay. Like an oral history. Mm-hmm. And a religion, you know, 
I'm sure they had some sort of religious people traveling with them. Yeah, and also kind of gives them a way to, like, connect with people and, like, try to interpret their... They were also, like, an avid reader before losing their sight. Yeah. Maybe that's part of their goal, too, is, like, to find a way to be able to read again. Like, and maybe they'll team up with um, our folks that made audio And Aelin. Yes. Thank you. Um... The question I now have is, how does copying things into your book, when you're, do, do they have to do like, because like normally it's like you have to use special inks. I mean, if you have the special paper and you had a slate and stylus. Yeah, I maybe think they have a, magi- a slate and stylus. Maybe they got a magic slate and stylus. Yeah, I think they have a slate and stylus to make their, so a slate and stylus, for the people that don't know, it's a way to write braille by hand. So you basically put a little thing around paper, probably braille paper, or it won't work as well. You'll just poke holes in regular paper. Mm-hmm. And then on the back, you poke the holes and you do it like reverse. So you have to write it like backwards. And then when you flip it over, the bumps are there. Yep. So, yeah. So I think they have a magical sight and stylus. And they can do this. Plus, a lot of the cost actually, I think, is it's often like called inks and paper, but a lot of the cost is the material components that you need to practice with that like get ruined while you practice because mm. you don't know how to do the spell right. I see. So that's part of it too. Okay. So their spell book, which is an important part of every wizard's like so look, fat. It's a fat, it's so fat because Braille paper makes the book so fat. I feel like it's like like a folder almost of like loosely Braille piece of paper. Like it's pretty unorganized. They seem like kind of an unorganized mess. They seem, yeah, they do seem a little bit like they don't have the ability to focus. As we said, they're too busy focusing on other things. They're They're like hyper focusing on... You know what else they could do? Hmm. They could have familiar. They could, like, see through their eyes, too. And then they could maybe, like, once they learn that spell, they'd be like, oh, I could have been relaxing a little bit with my divination. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like that they're just so focused on their divination. Like, they used to be, like, the best diviner in the land, and now they still are, but because they're using so much energy on seeing their own future to see quote-unquote C. Yeah. Now they're, like, messing things up a little bit. Like, oh, we're going to the Hogshead Tavern, mm-hmm. and it's really, like, um, a, a pig face? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, like, Hogshead, but not weird. <laughs> the the pig pot the pig is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pig pot. Yeah, perfect. Bop. Pig Potbelly? That's the sandwich place, Potbelly. So, I mean, Pig Pot is not that far off from a real-life establishment. You're not wrong in that sense. I do like the cute little pig that Potbelly has. So, that is what the logo for Pig Pot is. And Potbelly stole it. Little Potbelly Pig. Yep. Pig Pot! Anyway, um, yeah, and then I guess we get to pick the skill and the tool and the um, two skills from Changeling. That's true. I think Persuasion, maybe they're good at, like, 
a little bit better at convincing people that what they say is true. Yeah, sometimes they're successful. Uh, no, I don't it. like that. I don't like that. Okay. Because I don't want people to believe that they can see the future and, like, see, quote-unquote, Okay, see. there are other options then are deception or intimidation. Intimidation. Okay. <laughs> they're kind of scary. They're wearing, like, a bandage over their eyes, and that's kind of, like, cool, like, Serapio. Mm-hmm. You know? Serapio is cool. Serapio is cool. And intimidating, so this person's Claire's trying to be like Serapio. I think, yeah, like, they're, because they're, like, can see the future, it's unsettling for people to be learning these things, and that in itself is intimidating, because a lot of people will say they want to know the future, but then don't actually want to yeah. know. Yeah. I feel like Claire is even a little bit hesitant to tell people the future now, after what happened that makes sense Lord Renson yeah so I think that they are a little bit like they're looking at their own future yes but not other people's and they're not looking deep so into their own so maybe they are trying to do deception of like trying to deceive people but yeah well they don't have to walk around with a bandage on their eyes if you don't if you want them to like act like no I want them to look cool <laughs> I was gonna say if you want them to act like they act like they can see okay then let's give them deception yeah but I still want intimidation I'm I'm fine with intimidation, but sometimes also, they like, want to tell people, like, they want to convince people that they can't. Also, the idea of a Corvid-like, like, top half, you know? Mm-hmm. Being a, like, an inquisitive wizard of, like, oh, interesting. They, like, do the bird t- head tilt to the side. Oh, that's like, so cute. Yeah, like, looking at them, like, yeah, oh, yeah very interesting. I love it. What other skill do we want to choose? Let's give them acrobatics. We did say that they were a little bit, like, doing that at the circuit, so. Love it. Pull that one out. Of nowhere, what's Let's uh, look tool? at the list of tools. We could do forgery kit would be funny. <laughs> forgery kit would be funny. Or an instrument could work, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, we got, like, you know, woodworkers, carpenter... Um, smithing, leather worker, jeweler, that kind of stuff. I kind of like cook's utensils. Okay. You know, like... Hey, blind people can cook. This is a fact. Yes. So... As we're just saying, like, they learned that when they were... Yeah. In the circus. Yeah. <laughs> or carnival, whatever. Yeah. It's circus. I've been saying circus, so whatever. Yeah. Okay, we've got those things. Need to do a quick sum up? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so we've got clairvoyant, the non-binary Kenku on the top, satyr on the bottom person. And um, their stats are strength 8, dex 14, con 10, int 16, with 6, charisma 8. They are a level 2 divination wizard. With history and religion, their ancestral features are changeling instincts, which we gave, we just gave them the deception and intimidation. Um, they have the light cantrip from the light bearer Asimar trait. They've got the hooves from Centaur, but we're saying they're more like Satyr. Um, specialized training from Warforge, and we gave them acrobatics and the cook's utensils. Um, they oh, so maybe there was a Warforge in the circus that yeah, taught them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taught them how to do flippies because this Warforge was built to do flips. 
Yes. And cool acrobatic stuff. Yes. And they were a fortune teller in the circus, carnival, whatevs. And they... Carnival. Yeah. One day, um, or they, they'd always had a gift for divining the future, and they joined the circus to become a fortune teller for them. And one day, this lord, Lord Renson... Yeah, we hate him. He came in and asked for his future to be told, and Claire, who went by yes, went by their name Crystal Light before, told him that he was going to, his family was going to lose their their standing in society and all of their wealth and everything that they had, and he didn't like the sound of that, so he started beating the crap out of Claire and the other um, circus workers came and saved Claire and banned Lord Renson, but he is now focused on hunting them down and as a result will actually ruin his family because of his single-mindedness. Yeah, and he's spending all their fortune on like just trying to get Claire Yeah, and everything. But um, the circus was able to protect Claire and hide their location and all these things and help them begin to heal after this attack. Yeah, like you said, I feel like there was some sort of like powerful illusion wizard in the circus that kind of also taught Claire the like began them on the path of becoming a wizard. You know, they yeah. saw their aptitude for learning and like studying and were like, hey, try some of these cantrips out. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then um, they felt like they were being a burden on their friends and could see that Lord Renson was always following them and didn't want to put their friends at risk and felt that if they could get away, they could maybe stop this for good. So when they were in a big town or city, they left, changed their name to Clairvoyant and joined an adventuring party. And in this time in between the the incident with Lord Renson, they had been honing their skills in divination and learning how to be a wizard and focusing solely on using their sight, their third eye, like sight with a capital S, to see their own future so that they could ambulate about without needing to use eyes or any other mobility aid yeah good i summed it up good i think so okay. i think it was a a great sum thank you a great sum a great sum you can find more information about our show at a couple of characters podcast.com have ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character email us at a couple of characters pod at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter and instagram at acoc podcast We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Give us a five-star review and tell a friend about our show, and we would love both those things, and they're free ways to help our show. Another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor. Just search ACOC Podcast, and we'd really appreciate it if you're financially able to do so. If you want to buy some books, why not go to bookshop.org slash shop slash podcast, and you can... 
Um, any purchases that you make there will help out our show and a local bookstore of your choice. And if you want to pick up some audiobooks, you can use our Libra.fm affiliate code to get a free audiobook when you purchase an audiobook subscription. And those purchases help our show and independent bookstores. If you like Pokemon and D&D, then you can check out Quinn on Dungeons and Dragon Types, where she plays the character Willow. Woo-woo! You can find me on Twitter at AlexNWinterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NotADrQuinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. not good still very bad are you good <coughs> i am i think i'm good a likely story like an oral oral <laughs> i can't say that word